the new science of physical health. I'm Shane Stubbs, and the question is this, who will win the wellness wars? Welcome to the Wellness Wars audiobook, a health showdown between the famous. Created from the podcast called The New Science of Physical Health, streamed in 96 countries and thousands of cities. Read by the author, Shane Stubbs. I embarked on my career as a health and physical education teacher way back in 1985. Over the years, I've delivered more than 40,000 lessons in schools, imparting knowledge in those two critical disciplines that I'm obsessed with. Beyond the classroom, I've pursued education courses from world-leading PhD experts dedicated to honing my skills as a teacher. I've also attended lectures and completed courses under the guidance of peer-reviewed published PhDs spanning fields such as exercise physiology, cardiology, vascular medicine, public health, cognitive neuroscience, molecular biology, and many more. Since 2020, I've been diligently building and expanding my very first ever podcast titled The New Science of Physical Health. Remarkably, this show now has captivated audiences in 96 different countries across thousands of cities. What strikes me is this resounding observation. Schools in country after country fall short in providing comprehensive education on matters of sickness, disease and premature death. They offer minimal guidance when it comes to unveiling the precise steps and specific frameworks necessary to thwart what I've aptly termed the big four, excess weight or obesity, catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes, high blood sugar, and the intricate cluster known as metabolic disease. Families grapple with the devastating consequences of these health conditions. Wives lose husbands to sudden heart attacks. Husbands lose their wives to the leading cause of sickness, disease, and untimely death among women. Also, catastrophic cardiovascular events. Children experience the heart-wrenching reality of waking up without one of their parents, while siblings helplessly witness their loved ones battling years of things like high blood pressure. Grandparents are sometimes forced to witness their children or grandchildren undergo things as catastrophic as an amputation due to type 2 diabetes. In the United States alone, approximately 73,000 amputations of the lower limbs unrelated to trauma are performed on individuals with diabetes every year. And that statistic represents just one country. This book stands apart from anything you've encountered within the realm of health education. Throughout the years, I've delved into works authored by my heroes, doctors who have made profound contributions to the field of medical research and health sciences. These individuals, experts in their own right, base their writings on the rigorous medical research that they conduct. 
The distinction here lies in what you hold in your hands. I am not a doctor. I am, in essence, a school teacher, specializing in the disciplines of health and physical education. My forte lies in simplifying complex subjects, complex medical research, transforming them into easily comprehensible lessons. My ability to impart profound knowledge and cultivate deep engagement has been a lifelong pursuit over the past 37 years. As you navigate the pages of this book, it will be you that ultimately determines the degree of success that I've achieved in this endeavor. I simply want you to learn to live longer so that you can have more of something I discovered many years ago called mountaintop moments. In the mid-1990s, I was sitting inside the house of a very successful business person here in Australia. He and his wife had built a home that was a massive 180 squares on 20 or 30 acres of land, and it was worth about $3 million. Not only did it have its own theater, home theater, the pool was half indoor, half outdoor, as well as having a lap pool. It had a full-size bar area, full-size pool room, home fitness complex, and about everything else you can wish for. As we were sitting around the pool that evening in the bar area with a group of people, the owner of the house, who was quite a humble person, was sharing some of their wisdom about being successful in life. I'll never forget the statement he made when he said that life wasn't about the things that money could buy him and his family. By the way, that's pretty easy to say when you own outright a $3 million home. It was the first time I'd ever heard this statement called mountaintop moments. He said to me that being successful was about creating pockets in your life where you have worked towards something and succeeded at it, or a moment in time that's so enjoyable it never becomes insignificant. It could be finishing a university degree, the night of your award ceremony is your mountaintop moment. I had one of those. It could be getting a promotion in your job. If the email that you receive officially telling you that you've been promoted is another possible mountaintop moment for you. It could be the planning of an overseas holiday to a destination you and your family have never been to before. That 10 days of your holiday is the 10-day mountaintop moment. Saving up to go to a concert of your favorite singer or band and getting expensive front row seats can be a mountaintop moment. Shopping for a brand new car and finally deciding on the one you want and the day it gets delivered could be a mountaintop moment. When I was young, training for a sports competition and then turning up to compete were mountaintop moments for me. My training allowed me to be fortunate enough to win many running races. Each of them is a lasting mountaintop moment in my life as I look back on the races that I can remember. My wedding day is definitely, definitely a mountaintop moment. Another one, 11.30 a.m. the 23rd of July, 2009. The greatest mountaintop moment of my life. Our only child was born when we were almost 45 years old. His first day of school definite mountaintop moment. These are some of the things for me. 
If you do not learn how to outsmart sickness, disease and premature death, you may not only deprive yourself of mountaintop moments, but you'll also deprive the people that you care about the most in this world. All because you developed a life-threatening disease that ends in premature death. You not think about this consciously, but you are more likely than not to form part of other people's mountaintop moments. My father and mother were a big part of mine. Nobody ever taught either of them the concept of how to outsmart excess weight, catastrophic cardiovascular events, high blood sugar, and metabolic disease. My father's life ended 46 years of age as a direct result of a sudden and massive heart attack. On November the 1st of 1989 at 3.30 p.m., I'll never forget, I took a phone call from my mother and she said three words that haunt me to this day. Love, Dad's died. No warning, no symptoms, nothing. He woke up that day and he would never wake up again. Sadly, it was the leading cause of sickness, disease, and premature death in 1989, and it remains the world-leading cause of sickness, disease, and premature death today in the early 2020s. If we repeat the last 30 years of health education across the globe, then the next 30 years will look exactly the same. There are teenagers today that in 30 years will be in their mid-40s just like my father was. They will have families, and they will die in the same way that my father did, prematurely. These families of the future will be ripped apart. The one guarantee I can offer you is this. Catastrophic cardiovascular events are not a fait accompli. In this sentence above, I want to emphasize a fundamental point. I'm assuring you, the reader, the listener, with the utmost confidence that the occurrence of a catastrophic cardiovascular event and the other three conditions from the big four, such as severe heart-related health issues, diabetes, obesity, and metabolic disease, are not inevitable, or nor are they a predetermined outcome. In other words, it's not a fate that's already sealed or a future that's set in stone. Instead, I want to emphasize with the right knowledge, choices and actions, these potentially life-threatening conditions and events can be prevented or significantly reduced in likelihood. The Wellness Wars is a message of empowerment of hope, reminding us that health outcomes are not preordained and we have the ability to shape a healthier future for ourselves. The Wellness Wars is my effort to unveil a truly unique method to empower individuals and large cohorts in enhancing what I call their physical health destiny. Here is how I came up with the concept of the Wellness Wars, a health showdown between the famous. I'm often at home wanting to unwind, like most of us, after a hard day's work and finding myself opening up, quite often, my smart TV and clicking onto the YouTube app. Like most people these days, I've subscribed to different genres of topics on YouTube that are interesting to me. Here are the top six topics that I have on my YouTube channel that I subscribe to. Number one, American politics. 
Yes, I know it's very unusual for an Australian, and I get reminded by my wife, family, friends, and workmates quite regularly, it's very unusual. Number two, technology channels like Mr. Who's the Boss and Marquis Brownlee. Number three, music channels, specifically singing reality shows like American Idol and X Factor. Number four, fitness classes like Les Mills and Apple Fitness Plus. Number five, trick shot channels that are entertainment based like How Ridiculous and Dude Perfect. And then finally, number six, smartwatch technology channels like Apple Watch and many others. On a particular Wednesday evening, when both my wife and son were out pursuing their respective activities, I was watching the latest clip from one of the political channels that I follow. I've been following American politics since way back in 1983, when I first began studying it back in high school. This particular clip on this particular Wednesday evening was discussing the health of the 80-year-old American president, Joe Biden, and the 77 former American president, Donald Trump. Then, almost out of nowhere, something clicked in my mind regarding one of my major life goals. For the longest time, I want to, wanted to expand my podcast audience to reach 100,000 downloads per month and then grow it to 1 million downloads per month and eventually 10 million downloads per month. While I was watching the recent video episode about the health of these two elderly presidents from the United States of America, I glanced down and noticed, this is amazing, over 357,000 people had watched the video clip that I was, but it was only two hours old. A day later, when I returned to that video clip, it had reached 1.5 million people. Then I got thinking, this prompted me to go through the other five topics in my YouTube subscriptions and see how many people had watched the same content that I was enjoying. Now, here's a rough estimate. The American political YouTube channels that I follow collectively have about 23 million followers. The two major technology YouTube channels that I follow collectively have about 40 million followers. The four major reality music competitions that I follow on YouTube collectively have about 43 million followers. The two major fitness class channels that I follow have about 20 million followers. The two major trickshot channels have about 45 million. And when I looked up the Apple Watch official YouTube channel and just one video from that channel, from Apple Watch, two weeks ago had 50 million views. And the same time, a Samsung Galaxy Watch channel from two weeks ago had 16 million views. Collectively, 66 million in just that one genre. When I tally all of these numbers up, it amounts to 237 million people who are either watching or subscribing to the six different genres that I like to watch. One thing I know, and I can assure anyone, that is these 237 million people, the vast majority of them, have one or more precursor negative health adaptations that lead to issues such as excess weight, catastrophic cardiovascular events, type 2 diabetes, and the cluster of conditions known as metabolic disease. In each of the genres that I enjoy watching on YouTube, there are individuals who've created channels 
and they are quite renowned, the people who create them, the content creators, amongst their own audiences. In the realm of American politics, I find it intriguing to contemplate sitting down with President Biden and President Trump to discuss the wellness wars and then determine which of them is more likely to emerge victorious in a famous health showdown. I'm confident that many of the millions of people who watch the same channels I do would also be keen to discover who would triumph in this battle and how we would establish the criteria for declaring a winner between current President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. It's not just the politicians themselves who hold fame, but as I've mentioned, also the content creators on the YouTube channels. In American politics, you have the left and the right, and there are many names, figures such as Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Mark Levin, Jesse Waters, Alex Jones, Ben Shapiro, Kayleigh McEnany, Janine Pirro, Ann Coulter, Laura Ingraham. All of those that I've just mentioned represent the conservative or right side of politics. On the liberal side, the left, there are names like Ari Melba, Lawrence O'Donnell, Cheng Uga, Anna Kasparian, Brian Tyler Cohen, David Pakman, Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, and Ben Masilas. I envisioned bringing them together in the wellness wars to determine who would emerge victorious and why. Collectively, all of these individuals, including the politicians, hold sway over millions and millions of people. It appears to me that each of them derives immense significance from their personal work in political commentary. The big issue, the big problem, however, lies in the fact that the crucial work that they do is entirely contingent on their physical health status. A catastrophic health event could swiftly remove them, either temporarily or permanently, from the very source of their enjoyment and significance in life. The more significant problem, other than that, is that the hundreds of millions of people who follow these politicians and content commentators are collectively at risk of complications arising from what I refer to as the Big Four. Excess weight, catastrophic cardiovascular events, high blood sugar, and the cluster of conditions known as metabolic disease. This identical pattern that I've just talked about in political commentary repeats itself in every single genre I follow on YouTube. Content creators who've achieved fame within their respective communities could see the source of their significance distinguished in an instant due to premature sickness, disease, or sudden death. We know, as a fact, that the audiences that they influence overwhelmingly face these challenges in their lives as a collective. The Wellness Wars, a famous health showdown, has a simple premise. I have created a wellness competition amongst the famous in order to draw in the multiple millions of people who follow them, using their personal stories and interviews, plus the medical research from the more than 100 world-renowned PhDs across the globe that I've worked with over the past decade and my teaching experience, I can declare a winner in each of the wellness wars. You are about to discover a brand new set of frameworks, strategies and tactics that current health education has never provided. Let's get started by discovering the new rules 
of the Wilmers War.